three, two, one, go! Welcome to the Red Kingdom! Yeah! Red Kingdom! Welcome to the Red Welcome, welcome, welcome back into this edition of the Clawcast. I apologize for the little bit of delay in between casts, but we are back in action, ready to roll. Had some technical difficulties and all kinds of things. But we're back, baby, and you can catch us as always on the Twitter machine at the Clawcast with a K. Uh, getting more followers there. Check us out anywhere you hear podcasts. Pretty much everywhere now. Technology is amazing. Tell everybody, tell your friends, and we're here. Tell everybody. As always, I am Kevin. I'm Lance, and and we got a little whiskey. whiskey going on here tonight. Uh, there's not a whiskey of the week this week, just because we went to our go-to. I'm a crown guy. I like crown royal. Uh, Purple case, you know, shit's great. But there it is. So uh, anyway, uh, let's get into, here we are. Crown royal is our sponsor, obviously. Crown royal, it's good. (laughs) If you don't drink crown royal, then fuck you. you. (laughs) But uh, yeah, here we are. uh, Timing-wise, the Chiefs just wrapped up OTAs and mandatory OTAs and camps and all that stuff. There's that little bit of a break. Which, everyone's, on yeah, everyone's just kind of chilling, getting ready. It's the calm before the storm, I guess, if you will. But it's starting to get in the air. Yeah. yeah you it's can almost feel it. July. Yeah. And you know what August means. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy to think. Like, I love summer. I love all seasons here in Missouri. Don't get me wrong. But I love summer. But it's like it goes so quick, especially when you're a football fan and everything, because you're just looking forward to August. You're looking forward to preseason, training camp, and all that. But here we are, end of June. Next thing you know, it's July, a month and a half away from preseason. Yeah. That's crazy. And they're doing the, uh, the camp, summer camp yes. in St. Joe. They're yes. going back there. Yep, July, end of July. I forget the exact date. but um, And there's going to be fans. Yep, you can get your tickets. Yep, they're, they're not doing autographs, so. Yeah, they're not going to have all that fun stuff. Because well, not everybody got vac- vaccinated. Right, I guess. right. They're not making it mandatory. Hey, <clears throat> I totally get it. I know... Um, some players have spoken out around the league about not getting vaccinated. Um, <clears throat> regardless of what you or I, anybody feels about the situation, I forget who it was. It was a um, man. I think it was a Chiefs player. Nope, it wasn't. Um, it was somebody who was semi-famous, and he was like, "Look, I'm getting vaccinated. Hell yeah, I'm getting vaccinated because nothing's going to stop me from going to the Super Bowl." And I was like, "Hell yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it." You know what? He's like, "If I have to get vaccinated just so we know the season won't end early or whatever, I'm just go ahead and do it." So. Yeah. Hey, respect. Go ahead and do it, then. No, that's exciting. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, camp's coming up, man. Like you said, it's kind of that lull time right now where people are yep. it's doing their own thing. The four weeks, I think, or three weeks yep. before camp starts. Yeah, and then camp starts, and then it's there's no there's no breaks. It's, it's camp and then Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Camp, preseason. Then yeah. you come back, there's like a week, and then – yeah, and then it's go time for real. Preseason, and then it's, and then we're bang. Here we are, week to week to week to week to week. Season, or eighteen week season. Yep. And as things get rolling here, when camp starts and stuff, we'll have more podcasts out and everything. We're gonna break down the camps and the studs and the duds and all kinds of stuff. But uh, we'll start with some news and notes, and we'll get into what's going on and all that stuff. But what's new in the news? What's new in the news? It's not quite news. It's old news, but. Uh, just some news here. Uh, Martinez Rankin got cut by the Chiefs. 
Yeah, that's a surprising one. Now we knew I there was going to be so. casualties in his offensive line because I mean it's they were they got deep. I mean I don't think he's the last casualty. No, I think you're right about that, and it's not the last surprise casualty by any means. Right. Like there's going to be somebody. Um, Leduvne Tardif came back. That was cool. Yep, he showed up. Uh, he showed up. Yeah, Martinez Rankin. We thought he he got hurt last year and everything, or was that last year? Yeah. Um, and he played a little bit, and I thought he was going to be good. We traded for him. He was our left tackle and our off. We, yeah, yeah. And I thought he was going to make the squad, man. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's gone. So. He's gone. We traded uh, Carlos Hyde for him. That's right, to tex- the Texans. And he was a third-round draft pick, if I remember yep, right. Yep. So, I mean, it, cutting a third-round draft pick, that still means on something. his rookie contract. Right. That's a good point. That's because how deep we you're are. not really – on his rookie contract, it's not like you're saving yourself a whole bunch of cap space. Right. He took up a roster spot. Yeah. Not a cap. Exactly right. So that must mean something. Um, along those same lines, Kyle Long, who came back as, uh, you know, he's, he was retired last year, unretired. He came back. He was getting in really good shape, and we thought he was going to be our stud um, right guard. Yeah, I thought he was going to eventually take yeah, the spot. Yeah, um, and yeah. And he hurt his leg. They didn't really say what it was. Yeah, but they say that he might be back by week one, but that means he's he's not going to be ready to play. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Um, especially coming off a season where you didn't, which also leads me to true. question, you know, taking that year off. I know. Is Nyang going to get hurt? Is Luduvier Tardif? Luduvier Tardif is roughly the same age, too. Right. And now, granted. Nyang's the younger guy, so yeah. maybe not. And they've been working out. I get that, you know, and, and all that. But it's like footballs, you know, just everyone said, everyone's who ever played football is like you you can only work out so much. And until you, you start popping pads and stuff, like it's just a different animal. Your body gets sore quick, you know. Well, So we'll see on those guys. I mean, Laduna Tardy was a beast. Nyang's a beast. I mean, yeah. you know. They're, yeah. We're, we're, it's amazing how deep we are. Yeah. We're lying all of a sudden. <clears throat> yeah, we all know Veach the God put that together, and uh, we're looking good. Yeah, we had our podcast on that. And yeah. Go back and listen because it's a good one, and we'll probably still talk about because that's starting offensive line yeah. and how it shapes out. It's yeah, really interesting. that's right. Uh, some young guys are going to get to step up because of some injuries, I'm sure. But yeah, Kyle Long, he got hurt. They don't really, they're not really talking about it too much, but we'll see. Speaking of offensive line, yeah. Um, Creed Humphreys got almost all. The first reps, first, yeah. First team reps. Good man. So they're not even going to see this. Really, is what it seems like. And then we got who did we get? But it was a, some was a Blythe. Yeah, that's Blythe, what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, yeah, he's going to get in there, and well, I mean, we think you know he's got a huge upside, and to start that early, I mean, this guy in a couple of years might be a Pro Bowler. You know what I mean? Right. So he well, might be too expensive to keep. Shit, he might be a Mitch Morris. Yeah, year, yeah, yeah. Where he gets. A, right um we'll see we'll see how that plays out we'll keep our eyes on the o-line obviously that's going to be a big uh you know big story going into camp and everything but uh other other news and notes uh the madden cover uh that's cool first time since john madden himself blessed the cover multiple times that they've had a multiple a second person on the cover and i don't know if you know who john madden is but it's the Madden cover, okay? So, <laughs> he's pretty important. Um, but, yeah, that's awesome. Tom Brady and uh, Mahomes together on it. That, that's pretty cool. It's the second time with two people on the cover. Okay. And both of them are doubled up. This is their second cover. Oh, that's Tom Brady's second? Yep. Damn, that's cool. 
that really is cool. I hope to God, and not just Aaron's not even here, but I just hope to God we play the, the Bucks in the Super Bowl, man. Oh, I, I know so we're bad. a long ways from that, but damn, the GOAT versus the up-and-coming, like, it's just so cool. I love their relationship, too. Like, they don't, they hate each other on the field, but, you know, they, they you know, like each other off-field and everything. No, it's just such a good storyline because Mahomes is clearly the next up-and-comer. Yeah, right. And there's never been – there might not be a better definition of a GOAT in any sport right. than Tom Brady is to play. Right, my goodness. Michael Jordan might not even be the cream of the crop when it comes to dominating it's crazy. the way Tom Brady is. I think you're right. It's crazy. Like, if Brady – you know, if he wouldn't have got another Super Bowl after the Patriots, he's still the GOAT, right? He's still a GOAT. But this is like – He's yeah, like perfect. He's on a different level. So that's pretty cool. They did that collab together to do the Madden cover and everything. Um, I don't play a lot of Madden anymore, but I'm probably gonna get back into it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, little side note on that. Yeah. The last time. So Mahomes has started three years in his career. <laughs> He's blessed to cover twice out of the two two years. Two out of three. Two out of three. And last time he was on the cover. He won the next year the Super Bowl. Oh, what the hell now? Last time Tom was on it, he lost. Really? Sorry for your luck, Aaron and Bucks fans. Uh, <laughs> another news and note: um, they're bring they're allowing next year different colored helmets or the throwback helmets oh, and stuff. That. That's kind of cool. I mean, the Chiefs they don't really do have any. Yeah, I mean, the only thing we have is the Texans. Yeah, because, I mean, otherwise, I mean, it's been the same helmet yeah. since the dawn of time. Someone on Twitter said it pretty funny. They were like, yeah, let's not go back to the Texans because people already think that the Chiefs play in Kansas, and now we got a Texas logo. Like, people are just <laughs> going to get more confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. But those old school, like, Bucks, like, I know the Bucks jerseys were were pretty disgusting back in the day because they were, like, 0-16. Oh, that stupid, ugly orange the, thing. Yeah, cream-looking oh, sickle. God, it's hideous. But now, like could see like tom brady that would look kind of cool you know um no. someone put the the old jets one up and i was like don't do that that's that's bad it's just ugly but anyways yeah we'll see i like the different colored helmets and the, i mean the nfl needs a little razzle dazzle they don't need it for ratings but you know you know what i mean so yep. we'll see it's true um um yeah so some other news and notes um they announced that Chris Jones is, in fact, going to be playing defensive end. Before we get to that, uh, we need to add one lack of news. Oh, okay. Information. Let's do it. There's still no Honey Badger extension. Oh, that is big news. It's, it's not news. The longer it goes, though, yeah, that is building, right? Like, right. And he's come out, obviously, and said he wants to be a chief forever. Mahomes is endorsing him and saying all the right things. Because, you know. That's, but anyways, that's. Nope, that's, that's a good to point. Watch on the fact that it still hasn't happened yet, and the fact that he's showing up still. He doesn't have to show up. He showed up to OTAs. Right. He showed up and was like, "I'm here. I'm part of this. Yeah. I'm the quarterback for defense here, guys." Right. He wants like, his money. Frank Clark, the most expensive player on the team right now. Right. We'll get to him in a second. Did not, did not show, show up. For OTAs. Yeah. So I mean, Honey Badger's all in, man, and you gotta love the guy. You gotta hope that Veach is working something out, but we have, but and they do keep the cards closed, you know. Right. But you've got to think that something's in the works. But the longer it goes it's on, be. I mean, the more the, the big, the big not news it is. So that's good that you brought that up. It's lack of news, so it's not really news. Lack of news didn't happen. All right, Chris Jones. Sorry. 
Christopher Jones. I like to call him Christopher F. Jones just because he's a badass. He's a beast. He's a dog. And he's going he's gonna to rip it up at DN, man. He is, apparently, I didn't know that he's just been itching to be a, a, on DN um, his whole career, really. That's what he said. He's like, man, this is what I love. You know what I mean? I've been wanting to be that guy on the end, and it just didn't work out. But now my, it's my time. Well, he played defensive end his first year when uh, we were in the 3-4. But a defensive oh, end yeah, in the 3-4 yeah, yeah. is different, a lot different yeah. than a defensive end in the 4-3. Yeah, it's basically a tackle almost, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be – he's a monster. Um, he's going to get in passing lane windows. He already is like the most deflected defensive tackle, you know what I mean, in the last few years. So him getting out on the edge and he can't get there, puts his hands up, he is a huge human being. So, yeah, he's going to get in the pass lanes too. So even if he doesn't always get to the QB, he's going to well, shake it up. He's slimmed down a little bit. I mean, still 300 pounds. But, <laughs> still, uh, <laughs> if you can slim down, it still be 300 He's pounds. slimmed down to 300 pounds. <laughs> I think they're probably going to keep him over there for, you know, first, basically what generically is called the first, second down type plays. And then yeah. Third, obvious passing down plays. They're going to put. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's our r- rookie? Oh, uh, the new, the, the rook this year? Yeah. Um, why am I drawing a mind blank all of a sudden? Uh, well, he has a weird name. Uh, Indoa. Uh, Kate, Kaden. Yeah, I'm sorry if Today. you're listening. Kendoa. Kendoa. Yeah. Kendoa. Sorry. sorry. Kendoa, I'm going to get to learn your name a lot better. Sorry, I've been having a few drinks here. We had a little mishap before. This <laughs> Don't worry about it. But, but yeah. I think they're going to throw him out there. Okay. All these passing downs to just and let get him, get him in the there. Interior. Okay. I like Especially that. Especially next to Reed. Oh, Jerron Reed. Yeah. You know, because I think it's going to be Nani and Jerron on the inside most Ooh, of the time. Ooh, tanks. You know? Tanks. And then if you keep. If you want to start keeping him, because now that Frank Jones is an iffy, and we're going to go to Frank Jones here. Yeah, Frank Clark. Frank Clark, God dang it. Jones, they may have uh, if Colin Saunders comes out, because he's yeah. another pass rush yes. tackle. Yes. If we can have those two, if he develops, and we can have that, I think Chris will. Jones on the edge. Dude, that's sick. That makes for a hell of a four-man yeah. rush. And we got some good depth there, too. Um, but let's talk about Frank. Oh, Frank Tank. Right. So, a lot of this reason we're talking about Jones moving to the end, for those who don't know, and it's obvious to everybody else, is that's our weakest position, our least depth position. Yeah. Is defensive end. So, the news of him, Jones, moving over to defensive end. Yeah. Is kind of was assumed, but it never was actually talked about. Yeah. Actually, the coach has been talking about it. Right. And now that becomes even a bigger issue now that Frank Clark. Got into us a little bit of trouble, trouble, trouble. Uh, Frank Clark, so you didn't hear much about him. He didn't show up to OTAs, like you said. And he was in L.A. recently, and he got pulled over, and apparently... No, he did go to uh, mandatory camp, the one week of mandatory camp. Did he? Okay, okay, good. And then, like, the Sunday after the Friday, this happened. Then, okay, he was in L.A., got pulled over by a copper, and uh, apparently they saw... Uh, some sort of weapon poking out of a bag or whatever. So they searched, and it was an Uzi. Okay, we're not talking about a pistol. We're not talking about, you know, self-protecting, you know, conceal and carry. I mean, it's an it's a Uzi, right? I mean. It's legit Uzi. Yeah. Now, again, if he was in Missouri or Kansas. Thank you. 
little different story, ain't it? It's a little different story, but he was in L.A. Yeah. And he was in his Lambo SUV. Yeah, yeah. And clearly, I think the cops were looking at the inside because it's fucking his Lambo SUV yeah. and happened to see it. Right. I don't think it would have been an I agree. Thing if he wasn't driving a nice car. That's one story. Second, he had it out in the open. If it would have yeah. been in his trunk, yeah. locked yeah. up, it would have been a different story. It's a little different. But what other people don't realize is even if he was in Missouri and Kansas, Frank Clark's already a felon. Damn it. So he can't own a gun. Anything. So back in college, he pled guilty to second-degree felony in something. Oh. So he's already a felon, so he wasn't allowed oh, no. to own a gun, period. Oh, no. Which is why this is even a worse scenario yeah, that's not for good. him. That's not good. Um, and that's what a lot of people don't talk about. You know, I didn't even realize. Right I didn't even realize that. I, I had to look I knew up. he had a prior issue. I didn't know it was. Yes. Well, he's had two other issues, but one of them was another felony that he pled guilty to. Damn it. In college. Okay. And so, come to find out an addition to that now. Oh, shit. In March, he got arrested. And no one really knew about this. I don't know about that one. Yeah, in March, he got arrested with a gun. I don't know what kind of gun. It was not an Uzi, or else they would have said that. But in March, it was kind of hush-hush. He got pulled over, I think, in California, maybe, again. And it was uh, he got he bonded out for like $35,000 or something like this. And it was a gun potential charge pending. Hush-hush. Then this came up. And then, so, and then, like, some of the insiders were saying, hey, this is a bigger deal than people realize. And so people started pressing them, and they're like, well, yeah, this something happened in March that no one really knows about. And they said it was a gun charge, potentially. Oh, shoot. So, on top of all of this. It fell in years ago, and now he's got two gun charges in a year. That's not good, bro. Guys, that's not that's good. That's not good. Uh, as, my, as my buddy Tony at work said, he's like, look, it's like weed. If you want to carry a gun or if you want to smoke weed, do it in the states that are lenient on that. Don't do it in California. Yeah, <laughs> Don't carry a gun in California. Frank Clark's got a lot of opportunities to go anywhere he yeah, wants. Yeah, exactly. He can go out of the country during this yes. time. He's in the off season. It's right. not like he's doing it next to home. Is he from L.A. or something? What is his deal out there? I don't know. Well, when, you got, when you're young and you're a millionaire, I mean, yeah, he doesn't want to go to L.A. Yeah. Now, they say, the, they say and they're saying now that um, is his bodyguard's gun. Uh, it would make sense to have some sort of fall guy. You have massive amounts of money. Even if the guy takes some sort of... talk about how much money he has. Oh, there. right. But even if the guy that's the fall guy takes some sort of charge or sentencing, pay him off. Like, hey, you got to do a small little bid. It ain't going to be much, but you're going to be paid when you get out. Like something, you know what I mean? So he's saying it's his bodyguards, and I don't know if that's going to hold. I'm not a legal expert or anything like that. But with all the stuff building now, it's not looking good for Frank Uzi Clark. Is what, <laughs> is what I, Frank the Shark Clark. Yeah. Now it's Frank Uzi. Now it's Frank. Jeez. Uh, yeah. It keeps that thing on him. But uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Somebody said uh, the, the actual court dates aren't to like October or something like that. So this is a long, drawn-out situation so what do you do though so you're in the nfl so he's not been put on the uh commissioner's exempt list yeah not that's yet true. that's true what do you do so now he's technically can do anything there's nothing to hold him back from participating in any way shape or form. that is true yes what do the chiefs do i don't know what does the league do they're gonna let it legally play out first i think yeah you know now are you gonna extend if you were him and your lawyers don't you try to get him extensions Oh, yeah. At least through the season? Yeah. 
Because right now, he stands the risk. Now, I don't understand the whole definitions of how these contracts work. But I know there's some stipulations on uh, player conduct. Hmm. So that $25 million that he's a cap hit on now, that he's owed. Now, that's his cap hit. So that doesn't mean he hasn't already got some of that money. This year, It means yeah. that some of that money he's going to get this year. But some of it could be... From his signing bonus oh, carrying over. Okay, okay. So that's just his cap hit. Got it. So if he, how much that could go away if he gets done, or if he or ah. does it not happen because of it? Right. How much of it's still guaranteed? I mean, it's oh, a wow kind of situation. Yeah, right it now. can it can get dicey. Uh, I do know the Chiefs have learned their lesson, and they've always been good. You know, Tyreek Hill, obviously Kareem Hunt was different. They He lied blatantly to the Chiefs. And it was on camera. And, yeah. And story goes, the Chiefs asked him, hey, we got your back, but tell us the story. Tell us what really happened, and we'll go from there. Nothing happened. Okay, video comes out. Obviously, you lied to us and made the Chiefs organization look bad. You're cut. Probably different. Frank's probably been up front about it, you know, the other stuff. Well, he's got to be now. Yeah, now. You know, TMZ, you know, they love but there's it. no video in but there's yeah. got to be a cop video. You know, California cops have it. Yeah. It's somewhere. And I hope there's a bodyguard leave. with them. <laughs> oh, God. I hope so. <laughs> so, yes, my bodyguards. Where is he? He wasn't in the car for the video. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. He was in the trunk. Yeah. The you just didn't see because he's in the trunk. I mean, <laughs> you kept looking at the Uzi. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so that's. Um, They're like, we searched the trunk. No, you didn't. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, it, ain't, it, ain't, it don't look good um, production wise and on the field wise. Man, he doesn't look good either. He doesn't look that good either. You know, they're, they're, people would talk about being a cap casualty, mm-hmm. anyways. Like, he showed up, I'll grant it, the Super Bowl run. He showed up in the playoffs. That playoff run, yeah. he was phenomenal. He was worth some money in that, that playoff run, no doubt. And he was one of my favorite guys, man. I loved him. He's nasty. He's a dog. He talks shit. Me and my wife's favorite interviews of were all him. time yeah. were him, like, after the Super Bowl. And he was like, I told McGlinty, send his ass home. I told Kittle, his ass is going home. Like, all those interviews, we're the best. You know, all that stuff. Like, those are great interviews. Oh, and the talking shit on Derrick Henry. Yeah. That was awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, I love that nastiness about him, but but I don't need you carrying an Uzi, bro. It's not the fact that he's carrying an Uzi that bothers me. You know, oh, no, it's yeah. It's the gun. It's the illegal part, the dumb shit part. Like, yeah. He has a four. A hundred and four million dollar contract. Come on, all you got to do is, is be not smart. Fuck up. Yeah, be smart. Remember we talked about this off air about that the the liar liar movie. Yeah. Where it's like someone posted that. <laughs> on, someone posted on Twitter and was like, "This is Frank Clark to Veach," and then Veach picks up the phone and is like, "I got Frank Clark here. He got arrested again. Do you have any advice? Stop breaking the law, asshole." <laughs> Yeah. So-and-so's holding up so-and-so at gunpoint in the middle legal of the gas station surrounded by a SWAT team. You want your professional legal advice. <laughs> Quit breaking the law, <laughs> asshole. So we'll see how that shakes out, but let's just play a little devil's advocate and let's just see what's behind Frank Clark. What's the D-line look like? We already talked about Chris Jones. Now, our tackles look good. It's our end. Yeah, exactly. Now, we did bring Taco back. He yes. got hurt, remember? He's a former first-rounder. He's a proven self-type situation right now. Now, if he can come in and be like Ogbo was yes. two years ago, yes. it's a good job. Right. But that's still only one guy. Right. Now, Dana, yeah. who he drafted yeah. last year, looks solid. He was looking good towards the end of the year. He wasn't a good pass rusher, mm-hmm. but he knew how to set the edge. He knew how to work yeah. the, 
He was good at that stuff. Yes, he but was. But he wasn't a pass rusher. No. And I don't know if he will be a good pass rusher, like even developing into a pass rusher. We don't know. Right. But clearly, we, we've talked about this off air, and you see many articles, is defensive end is our shallowest position. Yeah. Not even cornerback, which has been the storyline for the last five years. <laughs> right. It's our cornerback. Yeah. Position. No. This year, it's our defensive end. It's our end. defensive end. Yeah. And to lose the one only proven uh, guy. That's not good. Now, we got to move Jones over there, which is fine. Right. And we got Kandoa, like you said. We drafted yeah, Kandoa, but he's yeah. a fourth rounder, and he was a project. Right. Because he's raw. So, he's going to, maybe by the end of the year, but yeah, I mean, who right. knows? We got Taco and Dana, and those, mm-hmm. are, the, those are it. And then right. we had Frank Clark. So, we got to pick somebody up, right? We very well could. And I think we should pick somebody up anyways. Yeah, we were kind of thinking that to begin with. I mean, they there was rumors about Ingram coming in and trying out and it didn't work out or whatever. Right. I always thought we should bring Justin Houston in as, as just a pass right, rush guy. Right. There's a lot Doesn't of talk. Doesn't have to play uh, line. You know, major. Yeah. Just make him a defensive end. When rusher. we need him. Yeah, that may, that would make sense. Um, who else do we? You know, is out there. Um, you know, Alex Okafor's still out there. Okafor's still out there. Just throwing ideas. I'm just throwing names out there. Oh, that would make a lot of sense. It does. Dude knows the defense. I mean, he was solid. He's already $2 million cap hit this year. Hey. <laughs> leftover from really? He's not here. Yeah. Where'd he go? Like Miami or somewhere? For no. one year or somewhere? No. Nowhere? Who no. am I thinking of? That was no, Ogba. That was Ogba. That was Ogba, yeah. No, we, we had Okafor last year. Yeah. And we let his... So we, we restructured his contract. So he had a three-year contract, and we restructured it two years. Oh. But we we're going to take a cap hit for two million dollars this year, dead money. Oh. That's how we restructured his contract last year. Okay. And so. So hey. If you're still taking a hit. Yeah. Why not make it a little more and sweeten, pay him something? sweeten it a little bit and come on back. That would be a lot. I'd feel a lot better about the situation. Uh, or like you said, Houston or Ingram even, but. They, you would think they're going to do something there, even There's just for there. preventative safety net measures. Now, do they sit there and wait and watch for um, set another cap casualty or a, that could be a hit come in? But then you got to trade them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and that's still out there at least that that's another option. So there are some options. Um, I think Wharton, he was good in the middle. Who is it? No, Colin Saunders was the athletic guy. He played linebacker once. Yeah, Colin Sanders yeah. played linebacker. Right. The Chiefs. So maybe, yeah. you know, they could try him out at the end or something like that. Uh, so there are some options, but man, Frank Clark being there would have been so solid. Yes. I mean, that was the only thing really saving us. Everybody's wondering who's on the other side. Yeah. Because Frank Clark did play a lot of reps. Yeah. Yeah, he was I'm there. Sure. He was there. Now it's going to be by committee. Yeah. Damn it. And we don't have enough bodies to play committee. Yeah. We needed we need we him to, to get somebody. We need that shit to blow over. And I don't mean to sound like I don't care, but now do you trade for somebody or I mean, you don't really have much to trade. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. At this point. I mean they Veach can always make miracles happen, but I don't know, man. I mean if we can get a solid guy for a first cheaper. Oh yeah, what I if guess. We get a, a really solid guy. I mean, because we're drafting late in the draft. Like dependable. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dependable. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could. I don't know who it would be. If you could but. pull another trade like you did for that Brown guy, where you really only. Oh gives man, up. just just 
fleece the other team and yeah. he could. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure he's he's thinking, you know, he's wheeling dealing something in his head going on right now. But pass rushers are second only to quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean they're as far as you don't get rid of them once you Yeah, got exactly. And they're not gonna just be like, sure I'll trade to the AFC's top contender. Right? Yeah, I like, mean oh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, that's something to be thinking about. I mean, I, I really like the D tackles we got, Naughty and Jerome Reed. Reed. Man, Wharton. Oh, this is Donnie's last year. Wharton. Too. Yeah, it is. So he's going He's gonna be wanting to prove it. You know. Wharton. Oh my God, what a steal that guy looks yeah. like now. Yes, seriously. Like that's gonna be, that's gonna be key going forward. So that's another topic we're gonna have to get into once uh, yeah, man. training camp starts. Who's our undrafted player that's gonna shock everybody? Because we seem to always have. It one. seems, and sometimes twice in a year. Last year was yeah. twice. <laughs> So, because we had no. two Missouri boys, remember we had the yeah. Rolla boy and the Mizzou guy. Yep, yep, yep. Which we'll see. Could probably be cap casualty, but that's a different story. And yeah, the D line is. We'll see how it shuffles out. Um, now we got obviously we got Nick Bolton and Willie Gay and linebacker coming up, and we sure. still you know we still got the you know the normal guys, but you know what? If we're that low on defensive end, do we try to run? Run a little bit of four three instead. Hey, we might have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, but we don't really have the linebackers either. Yeah, yeah. But what if we put Willie Gay on there as a dude? Rusher? He would be a sick. He would be a sick pass rusher. I think. He's got to have the moves. I think he could do it, but I they, mean, he's got the athleticism yeah. to do so. And they, and they really like him at linebacker, but. And we got to do what you got to do sometimes. But he'd still be a linebacker if you're running. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A three four. And that's where Houston come in, basically. Or Ingram. We're right. both actually yeah. outside linebackers. Yeah, exactly. Edge rushers. Edge rush guys. Yeah, that's going to be – the training camp's going to be fun. And speaking of, there's really no press conferences. There's no interviews until training camp. This is that low period we're talking about. So, really, there's going to be no news coming out, probably. No, there's not even a draft to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, there's, there's nothing. nothing. It's nothing. It's all speculation. That's yes. why you keep seeing in the news what people are talking about. It was – Oh, we'll do the top fifty players or the top yeah, because there's nothing to talk players about. at these positions. Yeah, which I do follow, and trust me, Kelsey <laughs> is notoriously number one tight end. Yeah, Mahomes is notoriously number one <laughs> quarterback. I mean, so we got two of the twenty-two position top players. Speaking of, um, there was all under twenty. The top twenty-five under twenty-five. Oh yeah, came out. Yeah, uh, Mahomes didn't make it on her. Mahomes did not make it. Because he's too old. Yeah. Ooh, that, he's an old fella. Um, Legarius Sneed made old it. Sneed. Dude, he's been getting some props in the in the media and around the league. Uh, dude's a beast, man. He actually made uh, Pro Football Focus's top 100 overall players. Really? He was actually the 100th. Was he? Hey, top 100. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's And he stuck. was our sixth player. Yep. On that list. You can probably guess the other five, which are yeah, yeah, yeah. But Frank Clark didn't make it. And he was on it last year. Really? The year before. Yeah, I mean I guess that makes sense because the dude did not do shit last year. Shit last not year. a damn thing. Not in the playoffs. Not in the regular season. I mean he was there. Like you said, he yeah. got his reps. He I was mean, there. He wasn't embarrassing. Oh no. But, for the money. But for the money it, it was, was a it was a dud for the money. It's a dud for the money. Yeah. And that sucks. And then on top of everything else, that's double now, sucks. Yeah. Suck, suck, double suck. Double suck, man. Yeah. But if 
It's okay. You know what? If anything, the Chiefs are tough enough to adapt and overcome. Yeah, exactly right. They are agile as shit, and they will do just that. And and Spagnuolo's defense. I mean, he's not, he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? So. Okay. So you know how I'm normally the optimist. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to be the pessimist. Oh no. So brace yourself, guys. You need to cover your ears for this little Get ready. spiel or soundbite or whatever they call these things. Last year, our offensive line was the shallowest. And we're like, it's okay. We'll adapt and overcome. Yeah. And look what happened. Yeah. What if that happens with our defensive ends again? Mm. It's okay. We'll adapt and overcome. And people get hurt, maybe. And, you know. I mean, if anybody gets hurt now, we're. It's not good. Holy shit. Um, from a pass rush standpoint, that'd mean more blitzes. I still feel okay on the run side of things, like we said with Dana. We could, but our runs but, are terrible. But yeah, people don't run against us. Yeah, they can't hardly run against us. So that I'm trying to find the, the positive side of this. Okay, you're gonna be optimistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be optimistic here. Um, Spin this to make me. Okay, fun. I like our depth. Uh, not necessarily D, and I know that's what your point is. But I like our versatility and athleticism on the DN in general. Like, we can move guys around a little bit and make it a Band-Aid out of the situation. Right, but isn't that what we did the O-line last year? And then once you got one guy hurt, once you got multiple guys well, hurt. last year, I don't. three guys go to I mean, we had, we started the season, our O-line, and by the time end of it, it was one starter left, basically. I get it. So that is fluky as shit. We know Chiefs luck. Sometimes that does happen. Um, I just think, I just don't see that happening. Like there might, there's some injuries. There's, there's, a, you know, it's attrition. But but you're right. Defensive end is a little different. You can't hardly put new pass, uh, pass protectors out yeah. there. But you can yes, always do exactly. blitzes and it's just, things. Spags is actually yeah. okay. There you go. Yeah, he's gonna make it. Work. Spags is actually really good at. Doing these things. Yeah. Then I think the only issue would be. And we still have Chris Jones. Is if you. Yes. Is if you do make. Do a makeshift and have a straight pass rusher and they just run. And then now you got the wrong guy in there. Because instead of having a guy that can do it all. Right. Now you got a guy for key situations. And you become susceptible to. Uh, right. But then you also have Honey Badger back there. But if you do that, you got guys that are susceptible to the screen pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's where screen passes come in. That's true. So you get guys rushing up the field and they miss. And they're not. A DN through DN. And we have two young linebackers. Right. So right. that so, kind of back, back to not so good. Unless you have the honey badger who is the ultimate mistake eraser. Yeah. That is the best thing is we have the ultimate. And I think it was you that told me that off air one time. Yeah. Like he just races mistakes. He does, man. That is his best quality as a professional. Absolutely. His whole career, even at college. Oh, yeah, man. He erases mistakes. He peels off of a guy. Remember Marcus Peters? And he still is kind of good at this. I know he's a little older now. But he would play like two people at once. And, like, that's what Honey Badger can do. And he, he's so good and has such a knack and high football IQ that he can peel off of something knowing it's gonna, the ball's going to end up in this area and get it there. And he's mm-hmm. fast enough to get there. So he is, like you said, he can make up for some stuff. And, and with the fact that if Thornhill's healthy and we got these gun guys. Thornhill's got to be back to yeah, first year Thornhill. Exactly. And I, he was getting there towards the end of the year. He was. He know. was showing it. And I think he'll have no doubt to get there. Yeah. And we'll have Snead out there. Now, man, do you want Snead to be a pass rusher like he was last Dude, year? Yeah, he's good at it, man. I mean, do you want to stick him at the slot now? 
Right. Now, if this Hughes guy or Baker, uh, Baker yeah. come in and can play that it's other, a little different. You other can make outside up. guy, now yeah. you can put Snead and you mix Snead and Honey Badger up. Right. You can put Dan Sorensen at linebacker if you need to. <laughs> Which he will be. I mean, he played a lot of linebacker. Yeah, he's, he's that guy too. Uh, I mean, it's not this ideal. Is gonna be, this yeah. is going to be Spag's most trying year. Yeah, I agree. Like his coach, and he's he is he is an awesome D coordinator. He's not a great head coach, but he can make shit happen with what he's got. And he will, like you said, it's going to be a, a chess game, and he's gonna his coaching is going to be put to the test. But he's up for it. So I like it. I don't like it, but you know. I hate that it's not how how can we use our players to dominate more. Yeah. It's going to be how can we use them to cover up to mis- cover yeah, up weaknesses. weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. And that is easy like you said to to attack and, right. and stuff like that. Now, but. things happen and Frank Clark is uh, acquitted and not even acquitted but tar- charges are dropped. Yeah, it's whatever. An issue. It's looking a pretty situation. good, right. Now we're pretty solid. It's amazing what happens when you think you're like, well, we can improve some things until a guy goes down that you're like, oh man, we had it good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And that's the same situation here with Frank Clark. It's like, man, that's like why I wanted to bring Breland back in the secondary because I was like, if we just had him, there's really not a lot of holes. He's not the greatest, you know, but he's solid. And we're still going to be okay, but it's like, if we had him, we're even that much. True. And that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up. Because our cornerbacks mm-hmm. position is very young. Yes. Ward is the senior guy, and he's still and he's on his contract. Yeah, and he's young. And he's young. Yeah. And quarter, smart quarterbacks know how, you know what to do there. But you can do that if you have a good pass rush. Yes. Yes, that is true. And I think that's what they were anticipating going into it, was having Clark uh. and Jones and Reed. And, uh, so they didn't really need that. And Wharton. Yeah, damn it, damn it, damn it. So that's what they're anticipating. Yeah. Now, granted, the good thing is we still got an interior defensive rush. Yes. That we can do. Yes. It's not like it's going to be gone. Right. But it doesn't make it as easy. Right. And people don't scheme around it. Exactly. It's like we got rid of Tano Passanio because it's like, well, we got guys. We got New DN, Chris Jones, and we yeah. got Frank Clark. So we let him go. Obviously, we didn't know it was going to happen, but right. So that's another good point with our young secondary. So now Breland, if you if we somehow found a way to get Breland back, is it still has he been picked up? Yeah, he went to the Vi- uh, Vikings. Oh yeah, he did go to the Vikings because <laughs> it was almost Hughes. like a trade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. We got Hughes. So yeah, he's gone, but um, you know, but there's still Sherman's out there. Yeah, there really there are some guys. Yeah, what if we picked up Sherman? I wouldn't be opposed to that. Veteran. Now all of a sudden we can get uh, coverage sacks, as people call them. Yeah. That's when the quarterback can't throw to anybody. Yeah, exactly. And, and somebody can't gets there. Yeah. Anybody for so Forever. Long. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's older and he's whiffed and he's on a couple. But he's still smart. Smart as hell. Veteran leadership there. I don't like him talking as long as you keep him out of the media. Yeah. He's like a Marcus Peters. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, he does talk. Yeah, there's some options out there. It's not ideal, like you said, but we'll see. They can piece together. But we'll see. We'll see what Veach comes up with. Because mm-hmm. I think, regardless, he's going to address the situation because of such a big unknown. Yeah, he's gonna. He's not going to have a no safety net. He's not going. He's not going to do that again. No. Yeah. And the honey badger thing is even more important now. Yeah. 
Let's go ahead and wrap it up for him. Let's go ahead and extend his ass. Get that yeah. done. Now I get he's on the wrong side of 30. That's that's the big thing. Totally get it. Totally get it. But, man, you remember Charles Woodson? Yeah. They thought he was on the wrong side of 30. And went he still played high levels for did awesome years. until he was 35, 36 yeah. years old. And the next closest player in history, defensive player in history, to almost win a Heisman is the Honey Badger. Damn. So he, he's I the dude. see him being that way. Yeah, he's the dude. And it, and he doesn't take days off. I mean, he's he's constantly there. He's working out. He's getting better. So, man. He's taking I'm, care of his body. Yeah, exactly he's not, right. Yeah. He's not a kid anymore. Exactly. He's smart, you know. And, again, I, I got a little bit of a honey badger crush, as everybody kind of knows. <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. He's he's the dude. He's the dude. This is going to be his most important year, and Chris Jones's are yeah. two best defensive players. Yes, this I know, is a big year. And Chris got paid, and he's not the type of guy, though, that's like, I'm going to ride off into the sunset. Like, he's hungry. Frank Clark. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had a knock on wood. No, I think he's going to be – he's hungry still, man. They're all hungry. I mean, just the other day, Travis Kelsey, they were – I don't know what he was interviewing or whatever he was doing, but they were talking about, like, not making the Super Bowl or not winning the Super Bowl last year. And he's like, it's a total failure. We didn't win the Super Bowl. That was our goal, and that's our goal this year. And anything outside of that is a total failure. That's how our team mentality is, and we're going for all. All right, so. now what about this 20-0 shit that everybody keeps talking about? Do you really think – I mean, obviously, everybody, nobody wants to go in there and like, oh, I'm going to lose one game. <laughs> no, nobody goes into a season wanting to lose any games. Right. But shit. Yeah, man. Um uh, Offensively, we this might be our best offense yeah, ever. It's gonna be fun. Um, but it, like I said, now the defense is a thing, right? And I think that Mahomes said that I want to go twenty and zero because they were asking him like, "Dude, you've you've won a Super Bowl, you've been the MVP, you've been a Super Bowl MVP. Like, what do you? What's your goal now?" And he's like, "Well, hey, my main goal is going twenty and zero. Like, yeah, yeah, it's something nobody's done. Yeah, nobody's had the opportunity. And everyone's like, Mahomes predicts twenty and zero." And then, like you said, it's right, they blew it out. Yeah, off season, and all that. but still, you know, remember when I was talking last year around this time? I was calling three people. Yeah, you were. Remember that? Yeah, because that solidifies this team as the best in history. Yeah, that's another way to do it. Yeah, twenty and zero. Why you know, not? Kelsey doesn't have years left. Right. Tyreek's got one more year after this. Yeah. I mean. You know? Those are expensive players. Right. Now's the time. Mahomes has got, what, 100 years after this? <laughs> At least. You know, we still got Chris Jones, but Honey Badgers is the one that's going to go. Out of our yeah. big five. Yeah. We'll call him my – I'm going to refer to him as the big five. Yeah. Okay, I like it. It's Jones, Honey Badger. Yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey Tyreek, yeah, and Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. Those are the Chiefs' big five, and they are big five. Yes. I mean, if you look it up, everybody says Tyreek's top five wide receiver. Kelsey's the obvious number one tight end. Yeah. Mahomes is the number one quarterback. Jones is the obvious number two. Right. I mean, he's Jenkins always up lineman. there. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Donald. Yeah, obviously. Is obviously but number one. But he's the clear number two. Yeah, right? I think he is the clear number two. And Honey Badger, although he doesn't get credit for it half the time, he's, yeah. they don't want to give him credit for a lot of I shit don't know for some why. reason. Yeah, I don't know why. But he's been an all pro three times in the last two years. Right. It's crazy to think about. Right. And why not also, like, okay, 20 and 0. What are you worried that they're going to have a target on your back? Guess what? Chiefs have had the target on their back. You've been to 
I mean, you've seen it. The two last Super two, Bowls in a row right. in an AFC championship. The last two years, every team plays the Chiefs like it's their Super Bowl. Like, the target is on our back. Like, we're the bad guys. Right. Even the, pay, even the Buccaneers aren't the bad guys right now. You're right. So, saying the 20-0 thing doesn't change any yeah. mentality. It's like, cool, you guys still hate us. Every time I post on Twitter or Instagram, there's a thousand people underneath Patrick Mahomes calling him a fraud and all this shit. It's like, you guys still Did hate really say that? Oh, my God. People just hate it. God, it's just because he's so good, yeah. I mean, when John Elway was John Elway, that was me. I was like, oh, yeah? Yeah, but I didn't like John Elway. Nobody liked John Elway. Yeah. Even John Elway's wife didn't like him. <laughs> no one likes him. Nobody likes him. Still to this day. Yeah. People hated Tom Brady. Why? Because he's good looking and all got all this. Yeah, he's got everything. Mahomes has got that personality, but everybody likes him. Yeah. They're, you go to other games and people are wearing Mahomes jerseys in their own teams. Yes, exactly. And it's just the LeBron effect. Like, everyone's just, ESPN just, just gravels. It's just like, oh, Mahomes. And I get it. Other teams are like, I'm so tired of hearing Mahomes. Like, especially teams, fans that don't play Mahomes a lot. They're just like, he's not that good. Then they play him and they're like, well, he got lucky probably. <laughs> that, that no look pass, <laughs> that no look pass behind his back. Oh his yeah. Look. <laughs> well, he only won because he was doing those no look passes and <laughs> passes that nobody else can do. You wouldn't have done those. Yeah. But that's Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. No, I get it. All right, we're gonna take our first break here. Break. And, uh, we'll be back for a special segment afterwards. <laughs> 